0: Hello! Welcome to this most recent episode of Generation BTS, the podcast where we normally review BTS albums, but today we're here to talk about Layover, the first album by Kim Taehyung. That is what we're here to do today, so uh, that'll be exciting. But first, I'm Christine, I am 30 years old, and I've been army two years, and... With me, I've got my two normal co-hosts. Hi, I'm Leanne. I'm
1: 34 and I've been army 21 months.
2: (laughs) Hi, I'm Natasha. I'm 20 and I've been army for seven years.
0: Right. The first thing that we'll talk about today, though, unfortunately, is recent updates because it is indeed a very sad day for all of medium me especially so we're recording on the 22nd of September which will be known forever as the day that we lost our little meow meow to the military servants so yeah it's a sad day but we'll power through and talk about V instead (laughs) Um, (laughs) well at least V's there your old bias is there to save the day That's true. for a couple more months yeah for a couple more months, he'll be here. So that's nice. Well, uh, wait to hear any more updates from Yungi's military life. I don't think we've had any yet, except a little message on Weverse yesterday for us, but sort of just after midnight Korean time, where he just said, see you in 2025, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> and like, don't be sad, which, you know, easy for you to say. Impossible. Yeah. He's not shaved his head. He's not shaved his head. No, he's not done that yet. He, so that's nice. He did have a new short haircut on his most recent live that he did like a week mm. ago, which like? was a bit, mm, I mean, it was, he said it was the shortest he had in a while. So I was a bit like, well, if you don't need to shave your head, why have you done this? Mm. But it looked a Maybe bit... it's for the summer, like Aaron. It's not summer anymore. <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe it's for the autumn. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to shave until he goes for his three weeks of training which i believe everyone has to do so yeah that's probably when we'll get the whole shaved head maybe the whole seeing him off pictures but yeah that's the most biggest thing that's happened i guess in other news jungkook flew to new york yesterday he looked really tired Mm, super tired yeah his eyes were all puffy but yeah he flew there yesterday to go to the Global Citizens Festival, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that'll be exciting. It'll be on TV tomorrow. We'll try and watch it. We've got some magazines out. Cook did a cover for Dazed UK, which is exciting.
1: So we've had like an internal treasure hunt of all of the news agents across yeah. London and the north of England in search of it. Yeah, it's hard um, to find. I managed to find one copy and screamed like, ah! and the news agent was like, Are you okay? And I was like, yes, 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 I need this. (laughs) So that was pretty embarrassing, but I was really happy. I felt like I was holding army gold dust when I touched it. And the interview's really cute. So if you can find it, I would recommend.
0: Yeah, and then the happiest news we'll have to share. it. Well, obviously you'll know this already, but there was this week news of all seven members signing a contract renewal with Big Hit slash hype so that is exciting news that is sort of firmed the way forward after 2025 which is uh you know reassuring and uh and positive uh Aaron put it on his story with a little 2025
1: and two little purple hats my little heart was broken because i was so happy
0: <laughs> you were heartbroken yeah for happiness
1: well just heartbroken because it's so far away yeah but happy that it's happening But Heartbroken because I want it to happen now. Yeah. But it can't. And I don't want to live in a world where I wish my life away. Mm. But I find increasingly I am. You know, I, as an iron bias, it's complicated.
0: Mm. You, know, you
1: can't just feel happy. You have to
0: feel happy and sad and melancholy all at the same time. There was a big donation made in the name of Army of One billion one, I believe, to UNICEF. And we've tried to match it. I think when I checked yesterday, it was only about $100,000 that had been donated. No, yeah. that's so little. A billion won is about $700,000, I believe. Okay. If it has been reached or if it hasn't been reached really. If you hear this and you want to donate, I will put the links in the show notes. And yeah, I think that's the gist. Anyone have anything to add? I'm dyed his hair blue. For the day's cover. I don't know if I like it.
1: This short haircut, I'm just uh, I keep
0: trying to like it. I think it looks cute, but I think the blue is just temporary. Yeah, I too. hope so. Yeah. yeah, because he was in his, in the pictures that he posted yesterday. He didn't have blue hair. Fine. So that's nice. I think Jungi and Jungkook will also have magazines out in October. So that will mm. be really exciting. I'm trying to get some copies from our friend who's coming back from Korea. Mm. In other news, Natasha's come back from Korea. What? Welcome back. Sad whoop
1: whoop. Sad whoop whoop. Yeah. We're all in person today in London. Natasha has been back a couple of days.
2: How are you coping? I think I'm like normally go for two weeks. I think I've had enough time to come back for two weeks and then want to go back. So give me two weeks then I'll start crying.
1: (laughs) So you want to do three months, two weeks in the UK, three months back in Korea. It's going to get worse because you've got to go back to university.
2: Sure.
1: (laughs) But you did bring us, like, she came back with 56 kilograms worth of luggage. And that means that we've finished our BTS album collection.
0: Yeah. We have have
1: all 60 is what we counted them up as. So the full anthology plus every version of the solos.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I think that is all we have to say about recent news and... Korea, <laughs> unless there's something especially BTS related that you'd like to share.
2: No. What was your
1: BTS highlight? CNRM. Um... Yeah, that was mine. I was there for that.
0: He's a bias record. It's not even his concert. Whatever. <laughs> he was adorable. I would agree. All right. Well, I think it's time to talk about V then. Layover by V. As normal, mm. I think we'll go through some of the promo cycle. Mm -hmm. And then talk a bit about our thoughts that we've uh, sort of established so far, but obviously it's still early days. So the first thing that we heard about this album was on the 28th of July Mm. when news outlets reported that music critic Kim Young-dae, who we talked about before because he wrote my book, BTS The Review, mm-hmm. he had spoken at a lecture saying, because of the label, I can't give you specifics, but I think you'll be surprised. I think it's safe to say it's a rediscovery of V as a vocalist. Of course, V signature colors are there, but you might be surprised how he uses them. First, the music is really good. V has a charismatic voice, but in BTS songs, he's often given a particular role. On this album, he was given more freedom. It's very natural. Mm. So obviously from that, we gleaned that the album was ready enough that this music critic got to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. After that, we heard on the 2nd of August, about four days, five days later, from uh, new jeans producer Min Hee who helped Day on the album, and from Day himself. It again, it was via news outlets, not like officially but via Big Hit but they reported that V will release his first solo album in collaboration with Min Hee Jin. So Min Hee Jin talked a bit about how he'd sort of approached her. She was hesitant at first because of the schedule, but found V's attitude and passion and his tone unknown and interesting. And V said, although nervous, I'm happy. It's an album with my taste. There will be plenty to see, thinking the ARMY will be happy. I prepared for it. So I hope you look forward to it. Mm -hmm. And they reported that you'll be able to see a new side of V as a solo singer, different from BTS's V, which you know that's always the case. But yeah, so the official release notice from Big Hit came on the morning of the eighth of August, which was when Leanne and I traveled back from Korea. Mm. Because we had a a layover (laughs) ironically.
1: In oh, China. that wasn't even planned. No, <laughs> comedic genius there uh, coming in. That uh, was uh, a happy accident, or it was fated and meant to be. he mm-hmm. had released it mm-hmm. at the exact time because he knew where we were. He was like those Generation BTS girls. Yeah, they get me. Uh-huh. They'll understand. I should put it out when they're doing a layover
0: in the right frame of
1: mind. Exactly.
0: It's all about them. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, B. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, B. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and it was the morning after we'd received the news about Yoongi preparing to enlist. They Mm. did their classic sort of sad news, good news bit. But as soon as I got enough internet to see his little Instagrams where he was, like, sending the little parcels to ARMY, then Mm. I was feeling happier, so that was nice. So the announcement that they put out wasn't, like... We're delighted to confirm that V will be putting out his uh, solo album. It was more like... We will want to share more details, so I feel like they knew that it was already out there. But they told us there would be three versions of the albums, and the album would have five songs with MVs to all the songs, mm. and there was a blurb for each song talking about the style, which I won't read. It was more interesting before the album came out, I suppose. <laughs> and they were right. Well, they gave you a sense of what each song was going to be like, mm. so we got to... Got the sense that the album was going to be a mix of like retro, soulful, jazzy, sort of signature T-tracks, but Mm. some like more R&B pop songs. Mm. That's what they sort of talked about it as. I don't know whether we would really call them pop, Pop. but more sort of commercially angled, which Mm. is what he described as. I wrote, are we annoyed there's only five songs? Jimin (laughs) Jimin had four and that was annoying. I remember we were annoyed about that. We were even annoyed at Hobie. Yeah, but that, he had 10 songs, but his album was so short. But How I guess long is Layover? Layover minutes. is shorter <laughs> than Hobie's album, but yeah. obviously it's much fewer songs as well. I think I'm less annoyed because I feel like Jimin managed my expectations, so I wasn't as like, oh damn, why is it so short? How do you guys feel?
2: I don't think I was upset, kind of, as Jimin. But I think that's just because I knew that tis album or what you were going to release weren't really going to be to my style of music that I like so I probably thought being more songs or less songs it's I might like
0: it but there's a chance that I might not yeah yeah I think it was like not confusing but obviously he's talked about this album for like three years now Mm -hmm. and I think it was in his car vlog thing that he did he Mm -hmm. said he wanted to do eight music videos so then you were like okay well there's definitely eight Eight songs I think maybe they've saved some Or maybe he didn't like some. I've got some uh, excerpts from some interviews where he talks about sort of the creative process, so we'll read those in due course. But yeah, I think basically he had almost a whole album ready and then just decided that he hated all of it and like started over. (laughs) Typical Chaotic taste style is what we've
1: got here. I was less annoyed about the amount of songs than I was about the fact that he didn't write any. Obviously, when it dropped and we were like straight into the writing credits, I was like, oh, V! No, B. Why have you done this? Yeah, it's not.
0: Come on, on any pen songs. to paper, which I think also easy. Well, I mean,
1: oh, not easy. We've not written any songs, but um, right, we could. Okay. <laughs> you know, we've got the generation BTS version of Deng, I mean,
0: that's though, still in the works. We're not
1: going to write that though. <laughs> Deng
0: is already song. But no, I think I don't know. I might I might back myself to write like a, at least a couple of lyrics. But yeah, he hasn't, which is is what it is. One of the songs, though, was partly written by the daughter of the previous Norwegian Prime Minister, which mm. is very strange. And I remember I watched her play Annie once when I was, like, ten, oh. um, but she's apparently a singer-songwriter now, and, uh, yeah, her dad's the head of NATO. It's... It means like you Pretty much, Navi. No yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, uh... Why is my dad not <laughs> head of <NATO? laughs> Come on. <laughs> I want to
1: <laughs> I want to invite tongues for V. Yeah. Um... No, he's not going to do it himself. Someone's going to do it for him. Yeah, Who yeah. Better. <laughs> Head of Natas like right, daughter. this we well peace. Well
0: stuff. No, we need We need some <laughs> this more speeches at the UN. So please can you inspire this character? <laughs> also be there while RM speaks. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, and then V also posted on Instagram about how he wanted to deliver the albums to everyone's houses, which was <laughs> cute. cute.
1: Very sweet. Yeah. And then one army. One army was like, I'm so jealous of me delivering these parcels. I can't believe it. My jealousy is completely out of control again because I've had a parcel
0: delivered by me. No, she thought that he was going to send them out for free to all the armies in South Korea. (laughs) In South Korea, yeah, that was it. Yeah. She was like, oh, I can't believe the South Korean armies don't have to pay for this album. (laughs) Me is just going to send it to them. It's like we don't exist, our international armies. And then all the comments were like,
1: no, He's not actually going to send it to
0: all the army. It just looks like a parcel. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet. Yeah. Luckily for her, it was not a thing. Um, we had the long picture strip they released, mm. which I initially put in the book, but it took like five pages. So <laughs> I shortened it a bit. But yeah, there were photos of him with the like long hair extensions, the mm. black ones, and then son with the QR code yeah the
1: pixelated QR yeah
0: because there
1: was loads of chat about that I saw that text exchange that was like oh V what do you want on the for the album cover and he was like Yontan and they were like yeah but do you want to do like a photo shoot with you and he was like Yontan and they were like okay so just your dog
0: he also (laughs) did do a huge photo he did
1: he did but at that stage it was just and we I was talking to one of my friends who's into the girl group and so I was like it's an absolute flex to just be like I'm gonna put out an album the album cover it's my dog yeah that's what I'm gonna put on it my
0: dog's famous now yeah I mean that's true yeah, Young Tan's been very involved yeah, yeah. That's, uh... and he came out at the show he did yeah there's a long way down the yeah yeah, order, yeah sorry so... It's spoiler <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Um. anyway some lovely armies translated the letter we could see in hmm. one of the album package inclusion reels I'm not going to read the whole thing because it is quite long. He sort of goes a bit back and forth in the Turreté style. But um, he talks about how it's awkward writing a letter after so long, but he wanted to give us a few words from the heart. He's been preparing the album for a long time, but because of the way he works, which is slowly, it was delayed. But he thinks that allowed him to put more thought into it. Across the 10 years of BTS and ARMY, he thinks his thoughts have changed and that he's become a stronger person. So that was nice. And then he said, thank you for taking care of me, hugging me, cheering for slash supporting me and giving me courage. And for crying, being angry, being happy together with me for 10 years. Also, I'm sorry. I love oh. you all very much. I purple you lots. TH TH Kim. I put the whole translation in the doc as well, if you want to read
1: it. Jinkee, sorry for the shortness of the album, the time it took to do the album, the fact he didn't
0: write on the album. Think, what Jinkee sorry for? I think the delay. I think he was doing more press at this point. So he was dancing with J.K. at Inkigayo, mm. which was nice. And then he attended the premiere of his friend Park Sojun's film. Oh which was called Concrete Utopia. Mm. And then he did a bunch of chaotic two-second lives in True Taste style. One where he showed us the sky.
1: Yeah. And was like, it's a beautiful sunset, so I wanted to show you it. Bye. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't even see his face. Just hit him out the window. No. I want to show you the sunset. And they were always in the Don't. middle of the night times, where so I always missed them. But yeah, they were not that informative. <laughs> they <It> weren't great. <laughs> it's not like he was like, right, I'm going to talk you through my album. It was no, he's, like, he's still not done that. No. No. Yeah the next day we had a release schedule which was exciting so it talked about the pre-release tracks and when we'd get them and then there were some photos in there and we found out that one of the MVs was going to be out just hours later in UK time which was really exciting it's always nice when they do that Mm -hmm. Uh, confusing but nice because they're like
1: here's the schedule something's coming now yeah and you're like oh
0: (gasps) I actually had work meetings that day, so I had to wait to watch it, which was cruel and unusual. Mm. Been... <laughs> cruel and
1: unusual? <laughs> what a cruel and unusual world we live in. Yeah, well, normally my, my work to... is really
0: slow, and I work from home, so I could have watched it straight away. Where the, this day, I was like traveling around with meetings ah. with my colleague all day, and I was like, oh, the thing is on God, my phone. to watch, yeah. to watch, man. yeah. <laughs> But anyway, the MV—it was good. It showed Tay in a cave-like structure, mm. which I brought is giving Phantom of the Opera underground mm. layer vibes. Mm.
1: And David Bowie vibes from the looks and the, the sequins.
0: He wore a sequined red sleeveless top and a long sleeve gold sequin top. Mm. I thought it was really nice. There were bits of the lyrics over him and he was inside like an old fashioned TV set as if we were watching a karaoke version of the MV, which added to the sort of retro feel. It starts with the karaoke writing countdown, like three, two, one. Mm. And then the first chorus is on the TV set, still with the writing at the bottom. In verse two, he's then with the TV sort of behind him in the cave. But it's just the lyrics on this how the old TVs used to have that like storm thing, mm. where it's just like black and white dots. Which I don't know if that means anything, but it might do. The,
1: what do we call that? The black and
0: white dots in Norway, it's called snowstorm. <laughs>
1: snowstorm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it. You know, like the fizzing. You might be Is too young it? to remember. We this.
2: Two, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's just like static. Static. The static See? on the
1: TV. Yeah, Look yeah. Too young. Look, <laughs> do you know what old uh, TV a compliment. looks like? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. do you? put them big flat box in it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Videos, <laughs> yep, video tips, video classes. He filmed it in Spain. It is also inspired by the film The Velvet Goldmine*, set in Britain during the early 1970s and tells the story of fictional bisexual pop star Brian Slade who faked his own death in a publicity stunt. And the film also covers Slade's rise to fame and him and his partner becoming increasingly famous and increasingly difficult to work with and they suffer breakdowns in their personal and professional relationships. And that same morning, we also got a myriad of magazine covers so there was an overwhelming 12 to choose from did you guys have favorites
2: i think i would pick the golden close-up of
0: this one sort of the side of his face is lit up but his fringe is all on his face that's a good one i quite like the other w magazine one this sort of side profile where he's wearing the big earring and the sleeveless high neck top
1: I think I voted for the grey one, the sleeveless grey one with the
0: cards. The guns and the wink. Right, yeah, so that was nice. And then 24 hours later, there were loads more photos, which, you know, I'm not complaining. He obviously looks stunning, but that feels kind of redundant to say. Yontan was in quite a lot of them. In some of them, he has the long extensions, and they all have a bit of a retro vibe. So there's one where he's wearing the red hat in front of the ferrari poster and there's ones where he's just in the ford logo but is this funk hoodie and then on the 11th of august there was the rainy days video which was interesting i've written personally i thought the mv was more like this mv was more interesting but i preferred the other song so the mv feels really on brand for him so it opens with the words when you listen carefully. Loops go wheeling, cozy and stuck. And there's commas after the first and the third sentence, but no other punctuation, which is a bit weird. You sort of expect there to be more after the cozy and stuck, but there isn't. It's got some artsy bits, loads of like strange camera functions, like the screen divides into loads of like small screens and close-ups of his eyes and fingers and stuff. There's piano music and then the sound of like phone typing and some like background noise chatter. We see him on the bed in a bright room and then Tanya runs away from him. He looks over to the other side of the bed and sort of stretches his arm out as if he's remembering someone who used to be there next to him on the bed. It is very like what Sugar does in the I Need You MV. And he did say in an interview with Rolling Stone that he was trying to like reference the most beautiful moment in life era. He then lies on his stomach with his face in the pillow and sort of sweeps his arm across the other side as well. So I'm quite sure we're meant to think that someone like, used to be there, and he's missing them. We then get an outside shot of the apartment. It's not, it is, in fact, not a rainy day. And he's relaxing in the room, cooking, picking up clothes, smelling them. And then he sets two plates at the table, even though it's just him there. And there are some black and white shots of him where it seems like someone else, like, is filming him. He's smiling in those shots, whereas not really in the others. But people also speculate that it could be how Yontan sees him, because he's shown like, Yontan sat in the chair that's in front of the second plate and sort of looking in his direction. People found out that dogs can only discern blue and yellow colors, so they're red-green colorblind. And obviously those shots are in black and white, so that sort of lines up, but not really. Tay then pours something which looks like sugar or salt or something on the food that is just cooked, but then we see the stuff he pours out, and then it sort of goes back in the container. So it is, again, reminiscent of Most Beautiful Woman Life and the sort of time travel hints that they gave in the music videos at the time. And then he's shown pouring over some papers and, like, circling stuff. The papers all have, like, little dots on them and, like, shapes. It might be, like, a code. And then he's got a stack of papers next to him while he's watching TV, and he falls asleep sort of on top of the stack of papers. And the TV switches between cartoons and live-action footage. There's a close-up of the rose blooming and then time being turned back again so the rose closes up. Then there's a close-up of a tear in his eye. So he's sad. And then he starts molding clay models of his own face. The clay models sort of sing verse two, so they start moving their mouths like to the music or to the words. He paints an alien over himself, and he uses a baguette as the brush. And then there's loads of, like, weird graph lines over his face he then switches to like a black and white silhouette of his face from the side and then the alien drawing they just made is in the corner like mouthing or singing the words of the song and we see him in the chair in front of the tv and the tv's playing the start of the music video but in reverse and i believe both this and the texting sounds you hear at the beginning and end are trying to refer to the like loop that he mentioned in the start of the writing because it said loops go wheeling, but yeah, I decided not to do a full deep dive in the theory behind the MVs at this stage. There is definitely like scenes that are repeated across the different music videos, but I'll tell you what I think at the end when we've done the final one. But then that might not be right, and I might have missed loads of references. It was around this time as well that uh, I think it, actually in one of his lives he told us that it's not Yontan in the videos; it's a friend he called him, who looks very much like Tani. He apparently couldn't bring Yontan to Spain, which you could understand why you wouldn't be able to do that. So uh, he had to get a same breed of dog in Spain to shoot the music videos with him. On the 16th of August, there were more concept photos per the schedule. So initially there was 23 and then there was 35 more. And they're pretty much the same <laughs> but that's okay because obviously they're very beautiful mm-hmm. do you
1: think there's more because the like producer or the creative director couldn't choose between them maybe and they were just like these are all too good these have got to go or was it like hive that were like the come on the more visuals you can put out the better like who drives that
0: i don't know i think what do
1: armies want from v
0: for a while i was a bit worried about what we're going to talk about in this episode because i was like he's not really done anything except put out photos and i'm like there's only so much we can say in an audio format (laughs) go look at the photos so he's in photos they're all nice (laughs) he's wearing a jumper and then like a suit with shorts and then like it's not that interesting to listen to they're in the google Doc. just go check them out if you haven't i don't know why you haven't if you haven't why you're listening to this but (laughs) like you're lost yeah (laughs)
1: It's Natasha's dad, who's not seen any of the content, but listens every
2: time. Shout out to Natasha's dad.
0: Now, he looks beautiful. It feels a bit redundant to say, but I did write a long rant about how I think we need to take this time and really appreciate it because I think, you know how like people talk about like young James Dean, Mm. obviously he died young, but... Mm or like young Marlon Brando mm. or Sean Connery or like I watched a movie mm. like an 80s movie with Rob Lowe mm-hmm. obviously he has, he's handsome still but much older but like mm. I could not believe how beautiful he used to be George Clooney yeah mm. but George Clooney's still handsome but mm. yeah
1: but not I, I think he's I don't want to bang him oh, now well all
0: George Clooney
1: yeah for sure ah.
0: he's George Clooney
1: no I know he's but he's like, like okay <laughs> yeah but if it was a man that looked like George Clooney it's a no right
0: yeah, maybe yeah, just because he's super old. You know? Yeah, but and he's, he's still great. Like, I wouldn't bang someone in his 50s just because he was handsome, no. But, like, I still accept that George Clooney, even in his 50s or 60s or whatever he is now, is bangable. Objectively, really handsome. Mm. Yeah, bangable, yeah. Yes. Mm. Whereas, like, I don't know, like uh, another old celebrity who's not as handsome, mm. maybe I wouldn't bang. Fair. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Who would you back? <laughs> <laughs> right, <in. No. laughs> anyway, go on. Yeah, I think for Kim Tae Young, this is that time. This it's is that pink. time that we'll look back on in fifty years and tell our grandchildren, like, oh my God, remember Young Kim Tae Young? He was the most beautiful man mm. ever, and he's better than all those actors that I mentioned, obviously. But it's that sort of like. Mm. And I've written, <laughs> I've written, and young girls will be annoyed about having missed that time. Like I'm annoyed mm. about not having been around for like these actors' heyday, or like iconic celebrities like Marilyn Monroe or mm. Princess Diana yeah, or yeah. Muhammad Ali or Michael Jordan. You'll look back at this time and be like, damn. I really fucked up when I was born. Yeah, really. <laughs> I really didn't nail. Yeah, really bad. Um, no, you're
1: right, it is peak tape. When we look at the albums and the photo cards and the photos, we almost run out of words superlatives yeah, yeah like, like oh flawless oh incredible oh beautiful yeah. and it's oh like... same i think in the the mini layover there's like one bad picture which, which is where it's got the long extensions and i was like oh that one's not like as good it's still like flawless i like the and you're black... like oh i like it and i'm like is
0: there any that we don't like there the long black a... extensions uh, i think are fine and the long blonde extensions and the blue and beer are a little tough but i i think we really need to in the words of YouTubers Question Yung be appreciate what we have while well, we haven't. Yeah, be
1: grateful what we've got before it's
0: gone. Exactly. And it is like I think it was you that said once we were looking at one of those like slideshows where all the members are there and like RM was there and then it was V next and you were like, well RM's really handsome but like next to this guy he just looks really I wouldn't normal.
1: We've had this chat offline as well, which is I wouldn't even comprehend being able to date me no because i just feel so shit about myself every minute of every day yeah and say we were out in the street i'd be like every fuck is like what the fuck i'm not like no. nowhere near beautiful enough to date me and be seen in public with no, him but I don't think and then i think is. anyone exactly yeah. even if you married like are you yeah. still like well no one you're constantly the ugly one yeah
0: it's a real nightmare
1: it must be a really hard
0: cross for him to bear it really must be yeah i think well I'm gonna get back to this narcissist comparison but like this is actually a matter where I'm like I understand how it'd be really hard for you to find someone to date because like no one is is as beautiful as you are Mm. so you might actually just end up marrying your own reflection like that's not out of the question for you not to like
1: jump forward too quickly but in one of the content Uh you know when he goes on the date with the army girl yeah she Mm -hmm. goes you're like a hologram (laughs) (laughs) and then he like pauses and all the noodles are like dribbling down his chin and he looks up at her and he's like, sorry? And she's just mesmerized and I'm like "Yeah, still
0: hologram. If I've got noodles down my chin I've turned into like disgusting, but him no still hologram. I was going to say this later because he says in one of the interviews but yeah he says in one of the interviews that he for the photos where he's in the like Funk Ford logo jumper Mm. apparently the producer just showed up outside his house and was like, look, we'll go to dinner. And then they just took those photos. No, of so course. So like and he was like, Yeah, so I was just wearing face lotion, like moisturizer. No. And, <laughs> well, we don't like it when he wears too much makeup as well.
1: We're always like, You've you've ever done this, you've yeah, ruined, you ruined this ruined beautiful him, yeah.
0: masterpiece. Yeah, he doesn't need that. But then I was just like, No way, you you did not wake up looking like that. But like but he did. Yeah, and he was like, Oh, I was just relaxing at home and then she came over and wanted to take some photos of me. So then we used the most the concept photos. <laughs>
1: cool cool um and he looks great in those those are some of our favorites the, those are some of the best some of ones our of our favorites. Kids. but yeah
0: obviously he's also super talented, super talented <laughs> and has all these original ideas comfortable he's a really skin. free and kind and wonderful spirit and really really charming and uh, like super charming even though he's so beautiful he makes these faces where he's, you're like oh my god you're the cutest thing ever like he's able to do both and, and I don't think being that sort of cute and sweet and lovable and charming is a given when you look like that. Sometimes no. when you meet really attractive people, you're like, "Oh, you must be like kind well, of well, they're super arrogant, yeah." Yeah. So, so yeah, let's rejoice at living at the same time as this amazing human, mm-hmm. guys, and being able to enjoy his content as it's being released. Do you and... not die
1: over these visuals? No. What do
2: you mean, no?
1: I think if you were to put, who's the most handsome in BTS after JK?
2: Jimin. Jimmy, oh, come on! No, if, I, if you saw turn Jimmy, I'd look away from Jimmy. You'd be too I'd, shy. I'd be too shy to look at Jimmy in eye. Yeah, I'd do like I'd do maybe like 0.5 seconds. <laughs> <cycle time. laughs> like, yeah. Fire or, or like just like
0: look somewhere else, like at his hair or something, like above him. But Jimmy
2: would
0: yeah. be like, well, Jimmy obviously is really handsome, but I do think that he is much more hit and miss in like photos and stuff, mm. whereas yeah he's just flawless he's just flawless yeah he can be flawless at all times and obviously that's well documented in in every single piece of content they're like oh my god most perfect face in the world Ooh. V is here with us and that must be a little stressful in a way because mm. you might feel like that's the only reason that you're there but but also you don't have to do anything no you just turn up <laughs> yeah, yeah but like I'm sure there's some days where he's like oh I feel like shit like I look like shit he does he but does then, say like... stuff like oh my face is puffy today or whatever but um. like you're still
1: like 100 miles above everyone it's 99% the most attractive as opposed to 100%. Yeah.
0: He's Sorry. been named, like, the most handsome guy in the world, like, 16 times, 18 mm. times,
2: something like that. Mm. Like, I feel like take and pull off more different looks really if you were to stick Jane in like some extensions you'd be like
0: oh yeah on the pulling off different looks the next bits were there's videos of him doing fashion things that I've put for W Korea in his Cartier ambassador roles so there were like loads of him doing jewellery and like having his hair all slicked back and then there was one with a lizard and he was selling out Cartier pieces everywhere he went then there was a second schedule which is a bit mm-hmm. weird um <laughs> But that told us that we were getting some blue MD teasers and then that they would be putting scenery, winter bear, and snow flower on mm. Spotify. So that was nice. Which was a good day. Yep. And there would be even more photos. <laughs> <laughs> so photo three, the collection of photos number three would be coming and the collection number four. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was good,
1: <laughs> to be clear, the others have just had one or two Did yeah, you even had two Jimmy Did you even had, had dark too,
0: yeah. and light, didn't he? yeah, and then I think younger had a sister and something else yeah um mm. but yeah, I one. think Karen
1: just had one,
0: and also there were there weren't like 25-30 photos. <laughs> per God. It's just it impossible, impossible to pick them It's yeah. impossible to not he's too photogenic, yeah, yeah, it's, it's impossible one of those people because you you can find some people who are really photogenic like like Lino from Stray Kids he's really yeah. photogenic whereas when you watch him in videos it's not like
1: it's not as striking you know,
0: yeah exactly whereas to striking both in photos and in video we I can't confirm
1: be, in real life because we've not been close enough to him no. yet once yeah. he comes to pick up his awards mm-hmm. we'll let you know if we can look at him directly yeah. <laughs> Natasha will let you know because she can look at him <laughs> for not 0.5 seconds we can yeah I wouldn't
0: <laughs> But yeah, so then we got the blue teasers. The first one was V walking about, along a corridor. He then knocks on the door a few times and no one answers. And he's in like a leather jacket with loads of metal details that we'd later get in the concept photos as well. I saw lots of memes about the door that was like, Jimin's behind the
1: door! <laughs> and the divorce is over. I didn't know they were divorced. It's like, why, why is
0: Jimin behind the door? What's Jimin got to do with doors? No, I... Don't know why the German would have been there. <laughs> no. In the second teaser, he's driving a car and sort of nervously looking around, and then he cuts to him getting out of the car, and mm-hmm. then Tai sings, blue, blue. So that's the extent of the teaser. So then there was an interview with W Magazine, which accompanied all those Cartier photos. It's not the world's greatest translation, but I did read it. The opening two sentences, do our visual king justice, I wrote. And they go, V's serene radiance once more unfurled an effortless presence, even in the flutter of his lashes. Amidst the lavish lighting and intricate jewelry grazing him, V's poised demeanor exuded an irresistible allure. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that's accurate. <laughs> About the Love Me Again MV, they said, he stood as a modern embodiment of Narcissus, illuminated by suspended luminance. That blazed as fiercely as the sun. <laughs> Jesus. This
1: girl, this girl couldn't look at him directly.
0: But this whole interview was written. I wrote it as if like the translator sat there with like a thesaurus looking up synonyms mm. for like every word, like Joey does on Friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, well, maybe she's just a really good writer. <laughs> maybe, but like it's just incredibly like superfluously flowery, overly complicated, mm. like super foo fur. It was just way more than you needed for an interview with V from BTS. No. But it made him sound really, like,
2: sophisticated.
0: Hmm. Which she is. Yeah. I don't know whether when he speaks, he sort of radiates this sort of eloquence. Mm. But they sort of, even the stuff that he says, they write it in the same way. Oh. Yeah. He said that the burning question that kept coming up before the comeback was, do I need to diet for this grand return? Is her? No, diet. Diet. <laughs> <laughs> diet what? No. no, he didn't. He, he was out. at the gym a lot. Yeah. He worked out a lot, yeah. About working with New Jeans producer, Min Hee Jin, he said he was inspired by FX's Pink Tape, so reached out to mm. her after recalling it. They asked him about how JK had said that they usually give each other the first listen to their new music, but that their tastes are really different, and that V prefers the calm and cool. And they asked him what cool means to him. And he answered that cool carries various nuances. But the example that he gave was when RM sang his unreleased song mm. at Sugar's final D-Day concert. Whenever he heard that song, he thinks, I've got to sing something cool like that. Oh. Yeah. And then they asked him what makes him nervous. And he said he quite likes the joyous anticipation, quote unquote, before a performance. And about what compliments he finds helpful, he said, well, every compliment is welcome. On oh. such days, I find myself dancing all the way home which feels very unbranded (laughs) oh but slow yeah oh yeah and then they asked about the most positive aspects of his persona and he said although he doesn't operate at a rapid pace he thinks he has a steadfast and unyielding resilience Mm. like a tanker (laughs) really slow but massive yeah but then he said he thinks his weakness is operating at his own pace, which tests Army's patience. Ooh, Apparently, yeah. this album was meant to come out in December last year, really? but the process was extended, so he felt apologetic. That's when
1: what he, said. he said, "When he he means hypes." Yeah. <laughs> like we didn't, we weren't.
0: <laughs> no, what we didn't know. Well, I guess like in 2020, they thought they were getting his first mixtape. He talked quite a lot about needing to evolve and unveil new sides of himself as an artist in order to keep the work interesting. And they asked, with life unfurling, what aspirations are kindling within V at present? And he asked, answered, strikingly, I'm not one swayed by intense ambitions. I've been told my desires are tempered. There's merit in ambition, of course, but my barometer often measures the day in degrees of happiness. That said, when it's a photo shoot, that's the moment I reveal ambition. And he laughed. I'm oh. like he didn't he didn't say it like that, but sure. <laughs> no, but like my barometer often measures the day and degrees of happiness like that. It's just the most no. complicated way ever of saying maybe it's the translation as well that you're losing. No, exactly, but that yeah. that's what it is. I think it just it didn't flow. And it's because they put too many of these big words in. Anyway, uh, if you want to read it, there's a link to it.
1: Feels like you know when Aram used to translate the mean comments. Into positive ones. Oh, yeah. This girl's sort of been like, well, I'm translating it. Yeah. He sounds like he
0: lives in like 1850. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which but that's, is uh, kind of unbrand, but like, he, we know he doesn't talk like that. It doesn't way. talk like that. Right. But then I don't know whether whoever wrote it up has. I don't mm, know. It's
1: like double flowered. Like yeah. The person that wrote it up wrote it flowery, and then she translated it even more flowery.
0: Yeah. I don't know who. It... Translated, it could be a he or she but yeah at the end they asked if he has a dream stage and he said it's about army always being in their mm-hmm. presence feeling their energy that's paramount wow. there's also a eye contact video on what we were talking about before there's a video mm-hmm. where he just makes eye contact with the camera the whole time yeah. um <laughs> it's, i'd recommend checking it out it's nice mm-hmm. but it is hard to watch it yeah. uh, you can give it a go so <laughs> <laughs> <Sure> well <laughs> they released an ask anything clip he talked about putting tan on the diet and cutting his hair recently oh. mm-hmm. and then he said the body part he's most confident about is his hands
1: oh wow <laughs> mm-hmm. remember when we did the hand prints okay. i've got the same size hands as V, so i'm gonna take that as well yeah yeah <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> my hands are they're just so elegant in this barometer of life <laughs> It's like clandestine nails getting <laughs> bit to the car can only represent true suffering. <laughs> for any non-English speakers, i'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: We're not saying anything about you, don't worry. Um and then he talked about Barbie being the most impactful movie he's oh. watched recently. And he talked about how standard jazz would have been too complex for the album, so he tried to make it a bit more contemporary and popular. He thinks Solo v is a different person from BTS V. And he said making a solo album was harder than he thought. So he really wants Army to like it. And then he said he's trying to buy a Cartier crash watch at auctions. But apparently it's really hard to buy. And according to Google, I Googled it, it costs between 150 and 300,000. It's a it's just right. a flex. Oh, yeah, I'm just trying to buy this watch. Yeah, he, told, he was like, Oh, there's a chance I won't be able to buy it. I think that just means that it won't be available from rare, the auction. Yeah, and he talked about his favorite items from the shoot were the earrings because he said that they suited him and made him look cool. Oh, yeah.
2: and,
0: and then
1: they sold out.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, There was another clip of him asking us to pre-order and pre-save his album, and it was quite cute because he goes like, Hi, this is V from BTS. Uh, Please can you save my album? (laughs) So, so yeah. And then we got 18 more beautiful photos. (laughs) (laughs) Was so, that, is that the fifth collection or is that the fourth that's the third i think the third right. where, somewhere similar to previous ones and somewhere looks from the mbs and from the blue teaser he's got some of the sequin outfits he's got the big leather jacket mm-hmm. um long blonde wallet and then in some of them he's still got he's still got his dark hair they're fine <gasps> they're really no obviously they're, they're clandestine supply in their beauty <laughs> um on the 31st, he appeared on Dingo, which is mm. this, that show that you were talking about, where you surprise a pan. He met this uh, girl at a cafe. <laughs> she was someone who was in the military. Yeah, I oh, it,
1: yeah, Training to be. She had her officer's exam.
0: Yeah. And they took some photos together. He looked this. really so perfect. It would always, almost be annoying. It, would, it looked a, blip, a little like... She'd taken them in those photo booths where they're already in the picture, and you can like pretend you're taking a photo with them.
1: And in in the like intro to her on her wall, she had those of where she'd been into the photo booth and taken them next to yeah. V, and then the third one was one's actual, actually
0: V. And
1: yeah. he said he'd keep the strip and put it on his wall as
0: well. Yeah, I included some of the photos in the Google Docs. you Whoa. can look at them if you haven't seen them. But yeah, they're wearing little like headbands, and some of them. Yeah, it was a really lovely clip. He seemed quite nervous and shy. <laughs> he struggled to sort of look at her at first. I watched it first without the subtitles. Oh, yeah. Because it had come out and I'd
1: seen a couple of clips and I was just so endeared. Like, this army, this army girl, I think she called, I think she might have called her Young. Oh, Haya Young. Yeah, I um, think she was. She was just so patient and measured yeah, but like you could see like how overwhelmed she was, but she did such a good job of keeping it together, even from the first clip when she said about him being a hologram. Mm. You can then see her try and like retreat back in and like push the fangirl down, and then he gets up and he's like, "Oh, I'll clear the plates," and she's like, "No, no, I'll clear the plates." And he's like, "You'll do it, you'll do it." And then again, she's like, okay. and then they go into the photo booth and she's quite shy, and then he's like, "No, come closer, come closer, let's do this pose," and you you could just see it like on her face. And then they go to the arcade and they play loads of games, and he beats her like at every and yeah. game, and like yeah. her hands are like shaking on the hockey puck, and you're just like, oh my god, how do you get through this day? Mm. But then I think they do darts, and she beats him, and she's like celebrating a little, and then again like looks at him and says, oh god, yeah. and then right at the end they have this big chat in the car about her insecurities and how she failed the officer's exam, and and then at the end he leaves, mm. and she just bursts into tears with the producer literally like sobbing Mm -hmm. (laughs) shaking crying because obviously she kept it cool for like the whole day Mm -hmm. and then he comes back he's got in his car and then realizes she's crying (laughs) he comes back to be like don't cry it's gonna be okay and I was like this is really sweet but also really mean because yeah. she's just like oh i fucked this now like I don't look cool <laughs> together oh, but yeah then he's really competent and they have another hug and then he leaves again And oh I watched it without the subtitles then I watched the clips then I watched it with the subtitles I think it might be a little bit you know like rolling home I'm gonna get home drunk sometimes and be like I need to watch V on this date with this army (laughs) i need that little comfort blanket it was really great if you like army sentimentality Mm. and also i was super jealous
0: yeah obviously obviously i think that sort of covered most of what happened in that clip i think they talked a little bit about how like you said she'd failed an exam last and she's she was like oh I felt really low she said she'd been listening to zero o'clock <laughs> and hug me which is my favorite song well yeah. of a second to louder than bombs she said she also sort of struggled to let people in and she sort of almost cut off everyone she knew mm. because she felt like a failure and all that sort of stuff and then he said that he could relate because he didn't have many friends in middle school <laughs> <laughs> and they had a long talk about that but yeah mm. he he was quite like sympathetic and was able to relate to her um so that was nice. He also looked flawless even in just a Celine black tee. I think he had like on a jacket before and then she was like, Oh you look so dressed up and he was like, Oh, I'll take the jacket off to look more casual. And I then... saw
1: on the Twitter versus the Instagram that apparently he gave her the jacket.
0: Oh. Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: that is nice. Bitch. <laughs> Love her. She was brilliant. Happy for her. Yeah. She kept saying it was like it, it was like a dream and that he looked like an illusion. <laughs> And then he also said that he dreamt about having a day like this, just having fun with (laughs) Army.
2: Oh, and
1: good news. He then posted on his Instagram that she passed her officer's exam. Oh, that's Yeah, she sat it again and passed it. And then she texted the producer or him, and he'd put it on his
0: Instagram, like, congratulations to her for passing it. I knew you could do it. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, and then he appeared on a show called Pixit, which is the same one that Jim appeared on where Jimin pretended to be a fan uh, like an army that lives in a rural area whereas Tay was pretending to be a cat owner (laughs) among a group of cat owners and the cat owners knew that there was one like imposter from Team Dog and they were meant to do like this texting to find the imposter but they figured him out straight away. (laughs) I think there were like two or three votes where they all had to vote for who they thought the imposter was and they all voted for him including him who voted for himself. (laughs) That's what happened in Jimin's one. He ended up conceding and voting for himself in the final round. Yeah, well, Tay voted for himself all along. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think at the start he was trying to be tactical, but at the end he was like, no, I'm not able to turn this around. But yeah, the stuff they caught him out on was pretty strange. I thought they thought it was ridiculous that he didn't know what a water-type cat was, Mm. which I also didn't know, but apparently it's a cat that likes to bathe. You never bathe the cats, do you? No, no, because they clean themselves. They clean themselves. Yeah. yeah, I think
1: you can get cats that will be bathed. I've seen like cats in baths on TikToks. But I
0: presume if we were to try and put them in the shower and be like, oh. yeah, they just time out. they would be like, no. Yeah, and that's like, what all the these cat owners were saying. Oh, whenever I bathe my cat, it's always such struggle. But, like, if I had, a, like, a water-type cat, that would have been amazing. But obviously, he didn't know what that was. He thought it was a cat that liked drinking water.
2: <laughs> you know? which is all cats.
1: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. I don't know how you fluff that up in an interview.
0: <laughs> no. no wonder they caught him out. Yeah. They asked him what it means when a cat stops sidestepping when they get older, which I didn't know. Apparently, it's when they arch their backs. Mm-hmm apparently if they do that and try and run away at the same time they like run sideways but then older cats don't do it apparently and then he said they were talking about how like like silly habits that the cats have and all the people were like oh so annoying when he walks on my keyboard which I didn't know that cats do that because they do that often but then he was like Oh, and you know, when they turn off the computer and they were all like, lola, cat would never turn off the computer. <laughs> That's so dumb. And he was like, No, no, my friend's cat did, my friend's cat did. So then he was quite sad. Um, he kept saying that he mentioned like real examples from videos that he'd watched or like research that he'd done online or from hanging out with his friend's cat. But he played along until the end, which was nice. And then on the 5th and 6th of September, he kept dancing to some hip-hop and then some, like, jazzy music on his Instagram story, which led me to believe that there was would be choreo. But then he said that there was only freestyle in an mm-hmm. interview after that. Uh, and then there were more concert photos. <laughs> um, Shocker. Yeah, so this is our fourth set of concert photos. They were mostly from the slow dancing video, so he's, like, on the beach. There's quite a lot of black and white ones, some of just like close-ups of his face. There's one where he's not wearing a shirt, but it's sort of from the back or like from the side. They're a little bit more like subdued. Yeah. He then appeared on You Quiz on the Block, which I've linked a couple clips to that, but I couldn't find any with subtitles. But there were some K-Armies that helpfully summarized what he talked about. So apparently he spoke a lot about his grandma and his time living with her. And it was a very emotional recollection of memories and very sweet. And he said he visited her grave to speak to her about his new album as well. Oh, very sweet. They asked if he showed his solo songs to the members. And he said he only showed them to J-Hope and Junkirk because the others were unfortunately too busy with their schedules. Oh, yeah. And he said that he recorded some of the music for the album at Jungkook's house and that Jungkook sort of helped him direct and people were like, oh my God, it's going to be produced by Jungkook, but it's not. not uh, even a bit. No. Uh, I not think maybe it was just B. for their guide. Mm-hmm. And they spoke about himself and how his mindsets changed in the course of the years, thanks to the members and that he now thinks as a part of Seven. Aww. And he hopes at the end of the road, he's traveling He wants ARMY's members, family, and friends to be together. Very sweet. Yeah. And then at midnight KST on the 8th, there was a teaser for slow dancing. And then obviously when we woke up the next morning, it was here. I've written it was pretty much exactly what I expected, (laughs) but in a good way. He'd already given us two out of the five songs and we'd had two more teasers so he hadn't really left a lot to the imagination in terms of, like, brand new stuff on the album. Hmm. But, yeah, I listened to the whole album as soon as I woke up, in order, of course, and then I watched the MV for Slow Dancing. Did you guys listen? You didn't listen to it for ages, (laughs)
1: Yeah. You're like, it's raining today. I've just listened to Rainy Days. we were like, that was two weeks ago.
2: (laughs) No, I definitely listened to Forever Rain. But, um, no, I woke up one over evening and we're like oh I'll actually listen to that now and then put it on just like in order and then just kept going back to beginning.
0: Nice. How long was that after the release? Couldn't tell you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right and did you watch the music video? No. Okay. Have you watched it by now? Yes. Okay. Watched
2: it about an hour ago. <laughs> cool. I
1: remember waking up and it being be in V-Day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. then I was all, Alexa, play layover, and then she played it through.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And because it was quite gentle, like sort of half snoozing, half listening to it. Uh-huh. And then more V-Day whilst I was working. Yeah, But because we'd already had the two MVs in the pre-tracks, I think it was like midway through the day, Yeah, or maybe the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I'd said to you like, oh, what do you think of layover? And you're like yeah have you watched the MV and I was like oh no I forgot there was an MV and then we watched it together
0: <laughs> yeah I don't really remember a lot of like having a lot of thoughts about it on the day it mm. was sort of Let's like a the
2: MV.
0: relaxed background noise type mm. of vibe like on the whole album I mean mm. I remember playing it and being like oh yeah that was nice and then, you know sort of going about my day and then I've sort of returned to it since but
1: I played it a lot on the Sunday. Uh Because on the Sunday I was with a non-army and they weren't super offended by it. They were like, oh, this is nice. And I was like, yeah, 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 this is exactly what BTS are like. Yeah. Um, It's definitely a Sunday track. Yeah. It's a Sunday album. It's winding down, relaxing,
0: chilling. Well, he said he wants people to listen to it when coming from work or school. So I guess those are other days. But Yeah, the slow dancing MV it starts with him in the sea well what i presume is it is the sea it's got loads of jellyfish he's with some very cool looking friends i've written they're all very like eclectic Mm -hmm. they're in a van and they take a polaroid and you see some sort of like luminescent squiggly computer lines i've written Mm -hmm. over a few of them and then when you get the polaroid the people in the car are all tay so like he's Takes a photo with his friends, but mm-hmm. then in the Polaroid, it's all him. And again, this this is throwback to the universe story, and you said that too. We see the same sort of squiggly lines across the landscape, and there is a spot of, like, shrubbery shaped like Yom tans face. Oh, yeah. And then he's having fun on the beach with his friends. There's fruit in the water, randomly. And then someone opens a briefcase, like a metal briefcase full of fruit, and then next to him, Tay sat with the same metal briefcase and opens that. And then he re- has a laptop with loads of like green and black code mm. language on it. And then we see a glimpse of him in the studio, which resembles the one from Rainy Days. Yeah. And then we see a screen playing shots of him on the beach and the model of the hillside that they've just driven through. Mm. And then they're back on the beach trying to catch some like weird luminescent but translucent spiral things like Mm. they're kind of like squiggly in the sky that they're trying to catch with butterfly nets and then there are some bugs as well that also emit this like pulsating lights and then he's back in the studio it seems like he flicks on a button to turn the sea scenery back on and then he's floating in the sea for a bit with his friends and then that bit has the squiggly lines as well and then he's back to the studio looking through a hole in a box he sees a ship which then appears on the tv screen And then a projector screen in the studio, so there's all these screens with the ship. And then Tan is there, too. And then Tay and his friends are on the boat. And then Studio Tay looks in the mirror, and the spots of light flicker across his face as well. If you've watched that behind-the-scenes of like a fantasy movie like Harry Potter, Mm. the way that they did Voldemort's face, they put those dots on the actor's face to make it look like flatter mm-hmm. or like digitally alter it later the, the green screen dots yeah so it's like that but he's got all these lit up spots that turn up on his face and then he sort of shiftily looks around then walks through the studio which has loads of these old-timey tv sets playing the scenes from the beach so obviously mm-hmm. these old-timey tv sets keep coming up across the different MVs. we go through the tv back to the beach where they're dancing There's a short clip of him dancing in front of an apartment block that looks like the one from Blue, Mm. which we'll get to. Then we see Studio Tay dancing inside this little box bit that's sort of at the back of the room. It's like a one man size box, like a phone box size. And his movements are copied by this little figure that's in this little glass container thing. And it's mapped out by these like green dots. So it looks like the little green dot stick figure thing is like, learning to dance from the dance moves that Tay in the box does. This is quite hard to explain, but Mm. uh, if you watch it, it'll make sense. And then it switches between the beach and the apartment block with them dancing. They're back on the boat watching what looks like the northern lights, but it could also be similar. I wrote to the squiggly lines and quite a lot of them are wearing these tin crowns. I presume they're tin crowns. They look like big tin crowns. And then it switches to what seems like a computer model of the landscape, but with like a V shaped lagoon right in the middle, which I think is the beach where they've been hanging out, but that doesn't make any sense because it's landlocked. And I actually was like, is it a beach? Is it freshwater? And I looked up whether there's jellyfish in freshwater. Turns out there is, Mm. but it looks really clear, the water. So it doesn't look like freshwater usually looks. I don't know. It could be that it's just meant to be freshwater, but I thought maybe. This, like, landlocked beach was a sort of signal that this isn't real. Tay falls asleep on the boat, and then he's suddenly in front of the white apartment, taking a photo with Yontan. tan The squiggly lines appear in front of Tani's face as he's holding the phone, taking the picture. And then the video ends. So, yeah, a bit of a weird one. It looks really nice and chill. I think when I first watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's having having fun on the beach. Good day. But I think on reflection, we're meant to think that he's creating this beach scene in the studio. Mm. As in, Studio Te has been like cozy and stuck, if you will, for so long that he's figured out how to make this imaginary ideal life for himself which is why when he takes the picture, it's just him, not him and his friends. Mm, so it's like a fantasy land. Yeah. So that's what I think. But again, I could be wrong. The rainy days in
1: as we talked about young tanners, the representation is the romantic interest in that the dogs, the person sat at the other side of the table.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think that representation maybe falls over into slow dancing in that you're still seeing these images of, yontan on the mountains which doesn't make any sense mm. so you're still seeing all these uh, representations of this lost love that's represented by the dog that's what I was thinking the so one he's... that he lost in love me again the dog, becomes the the dog representation. is there
0: though I don't think like, he's not missing the dog the dog is still there well yeah I think that's
1: what it is I think in love me again uh-huh. he, they break up In Rainy Days, he's thinking about the lost love interest Mm -hmm. and reminiscing about the times when they were together.
0: Which is not the dog. Which is the dog. He's lost the dog. So when he says, I wish you could love me again, is he talking to the dog? Yes. Or to the person that he's lost. He's never actually the dog.
1: The dog represents the woman. Or the lost love. So Love Me Again is we've broken up. Rainy Days is I'm remembering this relationship Mm -hmm. and what it was like. Yeah. And then Slow Dancing is him creating a fantasy world to get away from the loss Mm -hmm. and within that fantasy world the dog still the lost love is still permeating that's why he sees it everywhere but then i'm get lost because i don't know how the other two videos connected
0: well I, i guess we can talk about blue and then get back to it i think maybe that's the best way to go about it because if you were thinking about a past relationship wouldn't you see that person's face no but not your dog
1: no but he uses the dog as the representation for the person so he said in rainy days oh it's about my happiness with the dog and me missing my dog when i'm away from him right but obviously it's not about that it could be but i don't think it is i think that dog represents the person within the relationship but he's not going to put a woman in the music video i think he uses yontan as a representation of someone he's loved
0: okay I think let's talk about Blue and then we can talk about whether we still think that. The next thing that was out was called Spotipoli, where he did that with Spotify. He was playing these games while explaining the album and the songs. So the first game was a puzzle and then one was an ASMR game. And we found out he's bad at multitasking because whenever they asked him questions while he was doing the games, he had to be like, hold on, hold on, I'll answer later. He said layover is about the starting point of his life. It's very rare to go straight to the final destination of our lives, he said. So briefly rest, self-reflect, look back on your goals, take some time. That's why he called it layover. They asked when he recommends we listen to it. And he said he doesn't know. He just hopes it'll cross our minds from time to time he thinks it'll uh, be good to think about it occasionally <laughs> um <Fine. laughs> they asked him which member he'd take to a desert island he said Jungkook because he's good at everything and there's nothing he can't do and then there was a bit at the end where they talked about what k-pop songs he likes and uh, what army would recommend for him he kept saying he really loves nct used the seventh sense do you know mm-hmm. that one
2: Yes, I do. Banger.
0: Yeah, yeah. he said it like multiple times. He was like, I really just love that song. And other than that, he only really mentioned hype artists. <laughs> he mentioned the dance challenge he did with New Jeans, the hype boy. They asked him, like, how long did it take you to learn the choreo? And he said 10 minutes. Wow. Mm-hmm. He also did an unboxing with Spotify. So he answered questions from ARMY around the world. I actually remember seeing this, like, I couldn't remember where I found it, so I couldn't go back to it, but it was like a prompt to be like ask Tate some questions and I think I clicked on it filled out my details and it was like what questions do you want to ask him and I was like I don't know so then I (laughs) decided to think about it and come back to it but then I couldn't go back to it because I couldn't remember where it was anyway he answered questions from army around the world about the concept he said he wanted it to be relaxed and easygoing not overly conceptual he wants the album to feel like you're on your on your way via a turning point and his favorite hobbies these days is reading comics. Nice. Yeah. And the difference between V and Kim Taehyung is that V is a persona. He has to act out on stage and Kim Young is the son of his dad. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> sweet.
0: So next week we're going to talk about some of the interviews, but we already have gone quite long and we still have to do the awards. So I don't think we'll have time to talk about all of it or the music shows that he did, really. But I'll leave the links in the dark because they're nice. And One of the music shows, he brought out Yontan, which he was very did. cute. He and Yontan walked out. Yeah. You
1: know, I tagged you in that reel of Yontan's been training six years for this, mm-hmm. six years for debut, and Hobi's got Yontan doing the mic drop choreo yeah, at yeah, the start, yeah. and then he's on the stage.
0: Yeah. He's been in training with Hobi. <laughs> so cute. So cute, Yeah. So you can watch that by clicking the links in the Google Doc, which you will find in the description. We also don't have time to go super long on the interviews, but in short, he did Running Man, which is it's a game show with comedians. Mm. And he won a game where he had to pretend not to be the king of the thieves. He was just a regular thief, but he had to pretend. No, he had to pretend that he was the king to win the game and he did it so that was good but it's we all, knew all that practice that. yeah from yeah. BTS exactly all those lies he told to Jimin and then he revealed that he doesn't know what ETA stands for in the, ETA? Sewing,
2: yeah
0: uh, but lots of them didn't know a lot oh. of the comedians as well they had like quiz teams so only one of the teams knew and then he released the blue MV he Essentially is outside a block of flats in a car. And then he goes up to one of the flats and tries to knock on the door. And then he looks for looks under the plant pot for a key. The flat house loads of plants outside. And then the other flats too. I don't know if that means anything. He drives away, comes back the next day, does the same thing. The third time he comes back, he follows a building manager down some stairs and looks very dejected when he gets to the bottom and sort of loses him. He sits outside on some swings and we see a dog lead, a blurry figure appears in the corner and puts the dog on the ground. And Yongtang comes up to him and he realized all along he was trying to get his dog back. Oh, somebody stole his dog. Well, I thought from his ex,
2: I guess. Maybe
0: they had the dog together in this scenario. The flats are the same as from Slow Dancing, but he has the dog. So that makes me think that Blue must be set before Slow Dancing because in Slow Dancing, he has the dog. Right. Yeah, he's got the dog in Rainy Days as well. I think probably Blue is either the first one or the second one after Love Me Again. Mm. And then obviously he went on to Chita, Hmm. which we also don't have time for an in-depth discussion of, unfortunately, but he was very nervous, which Sugar was like, why are you nervous? It's just the two of us talking and drinking. Mm. Um, He talked a bit about how we had felt... Quite awkward around the older members for the first few mm-hmm. years of the band, and how he was really unfocused back when he was a trainee and debut idol. But he's matured a lot. Ooh. And then he talked about in 2018 how they were all having a rough time and were exhausted because they had such a busy schedule. Oh, and he was yeah. begging for just one day off.
1: And he wanted to get hurt. Yeah. He yeah. said, "I might be thinking about hurt myself, well, injuring well, himself, yeah. injuring himself, and then so
2: that he could be able to take a day off." Stuff,
0: yeah. Poor That's thing. It's really sad. Yeah, he said he was especially exhausted. He talked about how Sugar had sent him that text that he talks about in the festa mm. dinner that ended in "I love you." And he's like, "Oh, Sugar sent me a text that ended with, I love you.'" Didn't he send it to both of them, to V and JK? Yeah. But it doesn't say that in the first <laughs> No. But yeah, apparently the text had been like around the time that they debated breaking up and She had sent V and JK this long text being like, you guys are so important to the band. Like, this is how much you guys contribute. Can't go on without you. Like,
1: I love you. It's a bit interesting to think of that time when V's really tired and he wants a day off. Mm. But obviously we know that V's not doing any of the writing or production. So you'd have the rap line ultimately who doing the same amount of dance practice and shows and concerts as well as also in their spare time writing music writing lyrics producing music mm. and obviously some of the vocal line aren't doing that so then it must be really difficult to be able to sort of pipe up and say I'm really struggling I'm really tired mm. especially when you can see other people not working hard but putting more work in mm. but you can't really put a cap or a criteria on what it means for any individual to be tired mm. so I can imagine it'd be difficult for him to speak up And then maybe difficult for some of the older members to accept that he is struggling if it appears that he's doing less. But tiredness and burnout and mental exhaustion, it's all relative, right? Like, you can get to a burnout stage even if he did have less responsibilities Mm. on. So I think it was a really good thing for Sugar, who we know obviously does loads and loads and loads of work, Mm. to reach out and be like, you're a really valuable member, I hope you're doing well mm. we still love you yeah i think that'd be super important to the dynamic
0: yeah yeah definitely there's a quite a long chapter about this in the book they were clearly all feeling it it's not like we were tired and everyone else was fine it was mm-hmm. yeah so that is sad But there have had a lot of time off now which yeah. he is about to talk about in this <laughs> next interview so he that one then went on i use palette oh. where he also talked about how The album was delayed because he loves taking time off. So (laughs) that goes hand in hand. And in December, he had an album almost ready, but he said he didn't release it because it was too disappointing. This album he is 90% happy with. But the remaining percent is because there's no intense dance number. Which I think is okay because it wouldn't have gone in this album. With slow (laughs) dancing. No, but maybe in the next one. And then they performed a couple of songs together and he really liked her band. He wanted to work with them separately and she was a bit like, no, they're my band. (laughs) Yeah, she said she had to think about it. But they said they're really good friends. Mm. After that, there was the For Us MV also came out. So after that, there was the For Us MV. He started off on that one in the sea, floating and having fun with his friends. Hmm. Then live layover epilogue flashes across the screen. And he's on a director's chair in his gold outfit from the Love Love Me Again MV. Mm. But he's got like gold trousers and a big gold coat. He sings along. But then he sort of starts talking as if he's given like an interview or or doing some directing mm. behind the scenes. He's on the beach and very shortless. Mm. <laughs> there's a flash of what looks like a storyboard when he's dancing outside the white apartments. But we see like how the scene is lit. And then he's in the rainy days outfit in the apartment playing with Tani. Mm. And then he's outside the apartment in his blue outfit. And it's a bit behind the scenesy. But He's smiling and doing silly things when he was sad in the MV, so that's nice.
1: I think the most intense part of the MV is when he's like looking down the camera, like when he's sat in that director's chair and he's like looking directly at you, and that's when you feel like you would set on fire because <laughs> like, it's all like happening around him, and then he's just staring, looking flawless.
0: And he's got a bit of sheen on his face as so well from the sequence. Yeah, mm. he
1: just looks. That's peaky. Looks B. a bit like pig Edward B. Cullen.
0: Yeah, he does you know, look a bit better. <laughs> But better. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He uh drives through the landscape and we see the luminescent little squiggly lines. And then we get more sort of behind the scenes shots from the different MVs and he's seen putting up posters with the tick box V logo mm. across the neighborhood as the credits sort of roll across and it's all the people that were involved with the, the album and the different music videos. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of feels like the layover highlight reel gives us a bit of a glimpse behind the curtain it shows that they're
1: all clearly connected in some yeah way and they're all part of the same concept and storyline
0: yeah well we thought maybe that I was trying to do the analysis of the MVs before we'd got the four MV and I was like this doesn't make that much sense but maybe the four MV will come and like clear everything up but it didn't really it didn't but you know it was so interesting and And there's um, still time for it to become clearer right when we do the full review of layover yeah we'll try again with the analysis what did you think about the music videos natasha i like them
2: they're very pretty and aesthetically pleasing
0: yeah good i think that's it of content that we were planning to go over except for a couple of music shows and performances like Tiny Desk but I'll keep all those links in the document for you to peruse in your own time yeah Tiny Desk was really cute yeah I don't think I actually watched it. But I'd recommend
1: it. Christine <laughs> Black in oh well, I, I, I watched did you watch Palette I, I didn't watch I Palette no but you as you know <laughs> the host you normally know watch them all <laughs> yeah. if we're gonna call out anyone it'll be Natasha we're still not even sure I listen
0: <laughs> Just she has yeah, she has. She has. She <laughs> gave her opinions on it throughout, and she's about to do it again because we're about to go to for the awards. So, first question: What do we think about the album overall? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. Love, love, love,
1: love, love,
0: love. Yeah, you were very excited about it before it came out. So, did it live up to your expectations? Yeah,
1: I've been, yeah, I've been excited about it. It really sits within my like wheelhouse in terms of a genre. Mm -hmm. It's soft, it's calm, it's easy, it's soothing. You can listen into it. It's sort of a, a go to for me. I'll seek it out and I'm drawn more towards the softer stuff than more of the hype stuff. Yeah. It didn't disappoint me. It was exactly, exactly as I expected. And it's been like a little, Warm, fuzzy hug. I looked for it yesterday when I was really sick. (laughs) So I was really sick yesterday in the cab. I had loads of stuff going off. And I was like, what do I want to listen to? And it was layover. And I put it on. Big fan. Good job. Nailed it. Nice. Natasha.
2: I thought it was okay. It's very V. A little bit slow. Although I do like the slow songs. Not really a jazzy gal, but I'll listen to it more and maybe it'll grow on me.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah, I think that's Uh, as expected as well from you. Christine? I thought it was good. It was very him. I think we've hammered this point to death, but it's a shame he didn't write any of the songs. Yeah, Because he could have. Yeah, or he could have at least contributed like a couple of lines of lyrics. But Mm. then I guess he would have got finished songs, it sounds like, from these writers. But then I guess a lot of the writers were international, so they couldn't have produced all the Korean lyrics surely. So I guess maybe he could have tried to contribute a bit in that area. I don't really know how it works. Not me neither. And like FaZe, it is short, but Mm. I think obviously... Like we said, he's benefited from the others sort of coming before him with the non-originally written stuff, looking at Seven, and the uh, Mm. short stuff, Mm. looking at face. So I wasn't too upset about that. It's Easy Listening, which is said is what he wanted, which is good. I've written that I don't know that I'll seek it out loads, but I'll also probably not ever skip any songs. But I think actually what I will do is if I need to show K-pop or BTS songs to any non-armies, especially I guess if I know that they're into more slow chill stuff, like Mm. my mom, for example. Maybe I will go to this for that.
1: Yeah, it's good for that. Yeah. I played it on a date. Yeah. Played it on repeat. And I didn't feel like sometimes I can feel a bit like, oh, is this gonna send the wrong vibe? Yeah. This is, you know, I'm not gonna be blasting cipher part (laughs) two. But this felt like it fits. I was like, oh, I've gotta listen to this album anyway. He'd said,
0: "Oh, this sounds really cool." I was yeah. like, it is. Yeah, no, I I played it in my car with my mom and my sister, and I knew my mom liked it because I played her the like pre-release tracks. But my sister was like, "Oh, this is really nice." So mm-hmm. yeah, it's inoffensive, inoffensive, definitely easy listening, easy listening, and yeah, it's nice as well. And you know, I think the MVs are are good, and that shows sort of some of his creative input. I would assume. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Next question. What do we think about the lead single picks? Yeah. So I thought it's hard to discern what the lead tracks are aside from slow dancing really, because obviously he's released two previously. He said he picked that song because it felt like him, which I think is fair because he always talks about how he's really slow, <laughs> 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 like in doing stuff. and. I think he's done a really good job in allowing all of the songs their time to shine, if you know what I mean. Like mm. doing the pre- to the two pre-release songs, obviously it gave away a lot of the album up front, but then what it also did was like allow you a bit of time with each song. So, so yeah, I think that was good. We've got the follow-up question of what would we have switched, if anything, but I don't think I would have switched anything. I thought the way that you released it made sense because... If you did just and love me again, and then slow dancing, those are two quite similar songs, mm. but then getting many days broke it up a little bit. So yeah, I thought it all made sense to be honest. Agreed. I think slow dancing's a really good lead track. Yeah, I uh,
1: very similar to what you said in that when love me again came out, I was like, oh, this is brilliant. I love this. And then Really Days came out and I was like, oh, this is also really brilliant. I love this. Maybe I like this a bit more than I liked Love Me Again. And then Slow Dancing came out and I was like, oh, I really like this one as well. Mm. And then that just sort of continued every time like an MV came out. Yeah. I felt like there was just enough time with each of them. Mm. If anything, having two pre-release, pre-release tracks on an album that's only got six songs. Five songs. Five songs, yeah. Oh, because one's the piano version. Yeah. Felt a bit aggressive. It's <laughs> But then it's good that you followed them all up with an MV after So there's no, like, lost tracks, Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I think it's only aggressive if we do, like, a review, like we've done now. I've not thought, like, during the album release, I didn't think, like, whoa, why are you doing two Mm. pre-release tracks? I didn't find that jarring. But obviously now trying to answer a question like this, it's apparent, but I don't think it would be otherwise.
1: But, like, if he'd not done an MV for Blue, for instance, yeah. it'd be like, oh, so you really hated Blue. No, but like, he said
0: Blue is really special for him. No,
1: I know, but he yeah. did do an MV. Yeah,
0: yeah no, I, know, so I know, I know. So it's
1: like they all got their MVs as well. So I think it's just him being like, I like all of these, or I wouldn't have put them out,
0: mm.
1: which is also quite V. Yeah.
0: There's no filler tracks on this. Agreed. What do you think, Natasha?
2: <laughs> I think that the lead track picks are okay. And fit in and like you said, it does seem a bit like, oh, well, there's so many and there's not many songs. But if I was to rearrange it a little bit, I'd put Foro's as like a lead track. Oh, like a pre-release?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I really like that song, so I think that sort of makes sense. But then I think it just sounds like an outro. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, because it's not structured. Like, it doesn't have verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, like that, so then... And it's a bit short. I, I think, think, actually, if he would have put out For Us First
1: with all the behind-the-scenes clips and little snippets, yeah. um, it would have got a bit mental and been like, oh, what does all of this mean? And then you'd get video after video that connected it together.
0: That would have been a cool approach. All right, the next question. Is it what we expected compared to his previous solos? I put, I think it feels more like him but he's had like a certain slow jazzy vibe to a lot of his solo stuff, like stigma and singularity are both quite like they would have maybe gone on this, but yeah, I think like it is probably what I expected based on his solo stuff. Like it wouldn't have been a massive leap to be like, Oh, he's going to put out like a slow song jazz album Mm -hmm. or jazzy R and B style, slow song album. It's not a jazz album, but because he's been so, open about his love for this jazz then it's obviously what I expected so yeah it's a hard question
1: similar like I don't think Stigma's Singularity and Inner Child are particularly jazzy they're slow and soft but also a little bit sexier I'm thinking maybe Singularity Singularity, in particular and Inner Child's a bit quite poppy Inner Child's more of a pop ballad yeah so compared to those three songs I think it I would have been surprised if I didn't know who he was, which yeah. obviously I do. And we know that he loves jazz. We know he wanted to do something jazz. So this feels like this is his opportunity yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it was as I expected. Maybe even, Maybe even a little
0: bit more jazz than I expected because there's very little K-pop. But it also isn't, is... he said that he doesn't think it's jazz. He thinks it's more like jazz-inspired R&B because hmm. it's not like big trumpets. No, no, saxophones and piano. Well, there's some piano. There's piano, yeah. He he talked about how he wanted it to be like a jazz-inspired but that's more approachable for like a pop audience, Mm. which I I guess that makes sense in terms of who his fans are and what music he likes. Natasha, is it as you expected? Yeah, like you
2: said, he's a jazz boy from Singularity to these. It's maybe he's still got like a, a sexy vibe or oh, like,
0: slow dancing. Hmm. So, yeah, it is very expected. And I think, and realising we didn't talk about Winter Bear and oh, like yeah, forever. Snow, Snowflower. Snowflower, is that the other one? It is, because I don't know them that well. But so, I think they're mainly just, like, gentle, like, standard Soundcloud, like, saddish songs, right? They sort of fit in with the rest of his solo, vibe. solo work, yeah.
1: He's really moved away from V and Deng. <laughs> um, in the pursuance of his solo work he's yeah really, he could have gone straight really rap like, album. he could have just dropped a rap album b cypher five cypher V, i'm back but he seems to have let go of some of his need to be a rap boy yeah <laughs> maybe it's because he heard our review <laughs> just <laughs> fyi you're not very swaggy <laughs> stay in your lane you're brilliant in
0: there yeah, yeah. all right next category is standout look so do you want to go first on that one
1: i've got fluffy b on the bed in rainy days yeah it's all groggy and he's just woken up and the light's all reflective and it's really beautiful
0: i was gonna choose that but i know you'd choose it i said i like the funk for jumper especially after he said that he had to work up like that yeah so so yeah but then also I, i do think shout out to the the sequin outfits. Mm, Yes. uh, love me again. In particular the gold one, when Mm. you see it
1: in for us.
0: Yeah. yeah, in the daylight
1: and he's iridescent and he's looking down the camera.
0: He also wore those outfits for some of the music shows. I think Mm. it was the red one without the sleeves and then his arms looked really bad Mm, So nice. Yeah.
1: Good day, good day. (laughs) All of them.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Difficult. Yeah. Do we have a favorite piece of content? I do. Yeah. It's
1: the day with the army. Of course it is. I just, oh, it just melted my heart. Yeah. It melted my heart the entire way through. I thought she was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant. I thought mm-hmm. she said all of the things that I thought. And I just thought he was super charming. He was. And it felt, it felt really real. It <laughs> felt really fair. Like, I felt like I, I knew him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. Obviously, a lot of the MVs and the photo shoots and that sort of stuff's wonderful. I just, I felt like that was such a nice thing to do as well. Hmm. I really want all the other boys to do it, but obviously just with me. Yeah. Um, I want to keep winning of these competitions that I've not entered to spend the day with RM. But yeah, I loved it. A present I didn't think I'd get out of the content and the promo. I thought it'd be, you know, photo shoots, MBs, music shows, yeah. A couple of interviews. Yeah. What about you?
0: Me? I went with such a t- <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> It's a very emotional day for me. No surprises there. Yeah, it's such a tough because I'm really emotional. But <laughs> such a time because it's so nice to
1: see shagai and Yeah. It's
2: nice to see them together. Yeah, you, know, you know they're, know, they're my two boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, your old bias and
0: your current forever bias. Yeah, and
2: then your forever bias. Yeah
1: it is
0: nice it's a good shit episode yeah it was and I've written it's always the best content
1: <laughs> you can't you can't
0: go a single episode without being like best
1: rapper Minion Geek best content ever produced you are up any the best, best rapper take this <laughs> um, any, any, any content any of the members produce, best uh, yeah, we'll I get take kept
0: saying like oh you're really good at this you even got up to like do the limbo lift with me and you were like yeah yeah, he is, he is my boy yeah <laughs> Natasha Favourite um, content? I have
2: put the Running Man episode mm-hmm. because I liked all the memes that like came out of it mm. where being like, this man has trained for 10 years <laughs> with the rest of the boys on like run BTS, doing all these little things just to win a rice cooker. <laughs> like... <Yeah. laughs>
1: and the betrayal. He learned how to betray mm. when he betrayed Jimmy in the classic episode. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, so
0: I like that. I have written subcategory of favourite MV because he's given Mm. us quite the plethora of choice. Have you chosen a favourite MV?
1: I would pick Rainy Days, I think. Okay. Um, Just because it's got some of the best looks and it's all soft. Mm. And maybe it's where it came in the sequencing as well in that Mm. we'd had... Love Me Again, which was, you know, in the cave very, very, ask. And then we'd obviously seen Yontan on the album mm. and I'd been, like, hilarious. That was the first time we saw him in the MV. Mm. So I think that's my favourite, even though I appreciate that slow dancing has more hidden depth, which is why I assume you're going to go with that.
0: Oh, I know. No, no. Oh, tell me, tell me. I think, oh. actually, I agree. It's oh. rainy days. Interesting. I think it's just as deep as slow dancing. I think, well, it's sort of I've written it's artsy and makes you want to like investigate further. Mm. Because you know, I think especially like, you know, when he's watching the TV and the TV sort of flickers between the like the flower and the flower flickers between like a real flower and a cartoon flower and that sort of jumps back and forth, Oh my god, what does this (laughs) mean? I'm like,
1: This is so nice. You're like, This must mean something. It well it must mean (laughs) something, surely. Yeah,
0: exactly. And when he drew himself with the baguette and the alien and stuff. Oh, and I was like, I understand where you're going with the alien. It's the, from Friends when Jimin goes, Hello, my alien, mm. and how, yeah, he's been seen as a bit spacey and all mm. that sort of stuff. So there were references that I could pick up. Mm. And then there were references that I wanted to look into further. So I thought that that was the most interesting. And he also looked really good. He did, he did. Yeah, he looks effortlessly flawless. Effortlessly I wrote.
2: I'm going to go with Forrest okay
0: ooh nice cause cause you're spoiled it's the only one you've seen
2: no <laughs> me no I like how it's like a bit of mixture of a lot of them hmm. yeah. you're spoiled you
1: want a bit yeah. of everything
2: yeah I, I want a good.
1: smorgasbord of yeah. music videos but yeah. I
2: also like I like the editing of it the yeah. editing aspect of the like vintage cameras it's not just like we're blue it's all black and white it's a nice. I like the old camera vibe. I've been shooting a lot of old camera vibes in Korea. So now I want to make a forest music video.
1: Oh, cute! That is true. I do it over the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to shoot clips around? I'm always on board for you to romanticize our life in film. Yeah, I feel like my life is pretty standard, Shit. and then you. Shit. <laughs> My life is pretty standard and basic. And then you basic put up, the, you put up these reels of us in the career and I'm like,
2: oh, wow, we brilliant. had such a great time. It's parasocial power
1: of social media, guys. Fucking it so looks so great. It's, it's all sad <laughs> every day. My life is still
0: very basic. It's all and highlights. shit I'm shit of the eyes. So <laughs> all right, go into your head. What are you doing? All right, so we've got to... Skip a song. Whip out the guns. Which I thought was difficult. Because there's so few. (laughs) Because there's so many to skip. (laughs) No. I feel like they're all quite similar. Mm. So it's hard to sort of single one out. But I think I find blue the most repetitive and forgettable. And he said it was a really deep song to him, so that I feel a bit bad saying that. But yeah, it's a little short and it doesn't have the same gripping melody. And yeah, I think that one's fine.
2: Yeah, I'm also going to go with Blue just because after initially listening, trying to think back to the song, I could probably, like, with the rest, say the word slow dancing and then sing the song. That one, nah, can't remember
1: it. I think for us as an initial reaction... He didn't do himself any favours by putting out the first three tracks in advance. So we've got those quite firm. Yeah. So for me, it was similar. It was a toss-up between Blue and For Us. Okay. But For Us has got that really beautiful female vocal at the yeah. start. Which, yeah, I thought might have turned you off. I
0: keep going back and forth yeah. on that. Because... I quite like it, which is why Blue's also my skip. I like it too, but... I'm a bit like, oh, but could it not just have been a normal voice? I don't know why mm. it's so like high pitched and like Mickey Mousey. Mm. But then I don't know something about it bothers me. But I think
1: the problem is you that need it to listen me. to the song in a sequence of other songs, or yeah, out of sequence or after dope or whatever. Whereas for me, I think when that female vocal comes in, I'm like, oh, we're gonna go back to the beginning again oh. because I've just been listening to it on repeat. Right. <laughs> so I think blue like gets lost in the middle. Yeah, sad. So uh, I did write in my notes initially no skips i'm not having it under no circumstances i'm skipping the piano version right. i'm gonna die on this hill of no skips on layover yeah um, but then i remembered that i did pick a skip in
0: indigo <laughs> <Yeah>. sorry
1: blue
0: <laughs> yeah okay so then we agree blue is yeah like you said it gets lost a little bit the favorite song do you want to go first on that one yeah so- dying on this hill <laughs>
1: 15 minutes all the way through, no piano version, wow. played as one track, you know, swirling mountain visuals. But then how the are you going to skip blue? Well, <laughs> I haven't, but no, my initial favourite, that I would like that if I would have died on the hill of not skipping blue, that's what I wrote in my notes. I wanted a 15-minute version of the album, which is, you know, a German song. Just yeah. a album's my favourite. But then I'm reminded of Indigo. And how much I loved Indigo, and how special it is to me. And I have to take my job seriously as podcast host. Uh So my favorite is probably Rainy Days.
0: Oh, that one's on my mind all the time. Mm. Maybe it's because it's more autumn. Yeah, no, I think Rainy Days is good as in like it comes up a lot, and also the melody is quite like easy and Mm. catchy. I think my favorite track is. Love me again. Mm-hmm. Slow dancing in For yeah. Us, I think also we're dance. Yeah. I really like For Us. Rainy Days at Four. Yeah, yeah. I like those better just for the melody, I think. For us probably it was the strongest candidate, but then that like it feels like it's not really a song. Like it's more like an outro. Mm. It doesn't even have a lot of vocals.
1: And mm, like, it there's doesn't some have an like,
0: MV. Oohing and awing and like
1: And it does have an MV, but what well, I meant was it doesn't have a full
0: mb it's just yeah of other like it's an outro b as well um yeah so i think love me again is my favorite it's the verses of love me again and the melody for the how he sings the verse that pits it over slow dancing i think yeah is yeah. it
2: difficult to pick a favorite no <laughs> um so initially i was gonna say that i like rainy days because of Literally, everyone was using it as a reel. So, like every sound that you scrolled on it was just that, just because you know they know it'd get views. Mm. Um, but then it is good for reels, yeah. And, like,
1: mm.
2: and I feel like general, it came mm. came out like
1: whilst it was raining in
0: Korea. Yeah,
2: like just at the end of the monsoon season, so mm. everyone was still on the grind. Of like it's raining,
0: yeah. like it is. <laughs> but then also, like now that we're going into fall, it's raining more. We can use it now. Yeah, get ready. Mm. Yeah. But
2: but I think I'm going to change it to, I'm going to get into slow dancing <laughs> because I think it's going to be the song that I will listen to more mm-hmm. and potentially add to my playlist. I
1: potentially, <laughs> heaven <laughs> knows, Fucking <don't> know. <laughs> hell, big accolade there, Jack in the Box still not made it in. No, I've, I've got,
2: true. <laughs> <laughs> true? You thought I was going to no, say no, Indigo. No, no. <laughs> no I've, got, I've got two, I've got two Jack in the Box. Okay. Yeah. Which ones? Future and Equal Sign. Yeah. Nice. So um, Any Indigo ones made it on there yet? Yeah, Closer, yeah. Change, Part 2, and another one. Good one. Okay. Don't back. get that far, Skit. <laughs> oh, <sorry, laughs> I'm far. Just kidding, uh, just kidding, just kidding. JK. JK.
0: I did, 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 did. really
1: want to be in love and be in the kitchen cooking dinner and slow dancing's playing and then you just start dancing that would slow be slow dancing yeah. that's how I imagine it goes and until that moment it can't be my favorite I'm in my rainy days era yeah fine. <laughs> I'm in my sad that lonely would be era. but yeah. yeah that's how I want Slow dancing to go, or maybe it'd be really beautiful for a
0: wedding. Yeah, it Um, would actually. It would for a BTS army wedding. Yeah, that's my BTS wedding planners. Yeah, new job. Yeah, Yeah, we really should. that that should be a thing. You know, we can teach the dance moves to the groomsmen. (laughs) Dye the wedding dress purple. (laughs) Yeah, provide (laughs) the.
2: Six the foot yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Each yeah. table will be a beauty yeah. character. Come up like, with so you the... Koya,
0: not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the table. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we could you're right, the playlist mm. of the dancey BTS mm-hmm. songs, like the slow mm-hmm. dancing songs, mm-hmm. and then the party songs. The songs. So yeah, we could yeah. do like
2: a quiz and see what type of BTS fan she is. See, she's, see she's a slow dance type. Yeah. yeah is she, like, you know, see what type of vibe she goes for. Is we she could, always like? Is can, she a rap line song Yeah. Or is she vocal line? <laughs> like, we we could do like a call. quiz That's to
0: discern whether the bride is good enough to mm-hmm. get our BTS. Yeah. Like, are you enough of an army you yeah. know?
2: Dang. We could do dang. Like, Best performance of the day. Top, premium. premium, premium. If you want to pay
1: top dollar, then we'll do it. I was going to say she could tell us her bias, and then we'd work with the groom to make him more like her bias. Like, not like surgically, like, not crazy, but like, drop the ideas in. Yeah, just give him hints and tips on oh, how she to be down, more jimmy
2: yeah. walks down aisle she's saying it's like oh does anyone object <laughs> want to stand everyone gets a little face mask of their bias and yeah. then everyone raises and then she's like shit my what mom's still do? out there yeah and, and the then front. legs it down big and we're like yes go
0: girl what were we play
2: as she's walking down the aisle euphoria yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. The she the this is actually so good because you can have in the corner Yeah, and get some photographs. Right, yeah, come on. Let's... New business idea,
0: guys. Let's do it. Um, yeah, if you want us coming to, to organize... wedding planning venue yeah.
1: near you, if you want us to organise your next BTS wedding, then please do reach out to us on social
2: media. Where can they find us, Natasha? On Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, we are at Generation underscore. On YouTube, just Generation and you can email at generationpts or the albums at gmail.com.
1: Onto the stars. Onto the I'm stars. I'm feeling more comfortable about the stars okay. now than when I came in based on Natasha's input. I was really stressed about how she graded, but I'm feeling better. Okay, good.
0: Oh, let's hope you live up to that, Natasha.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, who wants to go first? Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. No surprises for me. It's a seven. What the really? fuck?
2: What? Oh yeah. my It's God. a seven, come on! So only it's got it? five songs. <laughs> I like it as much as Indigo. As I like Indigo. Okay. Chris.
1: Okay. No, maybe I. Maybe, do you think it should be a 6.5? I don't know. You do. What you, you do.
2: I just love soft vocals. I know, I know, I, I know. love
1: these vocals. I like Christmas Tree more than Spring Day. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Did yeah. I give Jack in the Box a 7? No, 6.5. 6.5. The only reason it would be a 6.5 is because there's no real concept or intellect and he didn't write it. So yeah, I'm lying. It's a 6.5. Fine. Yeah, I'm a liar. It's a 7 in my heart. In my head, it's a 6.5 because of the lack of production and writing. But still, very, very high score. Very good score. score, Very high score. More than face. I like it more than face. Okay, good. I think it goes indigo, layover, jack in the box, face. Or maybe even face. No, no, not face above jack in the box. Oh, DD. (laughs) DD. got lay over jack-in-the-box d-day face fine i might put d-day above jack-in-the-box but i just feel like i can i feel like i stand hard for jack-in-the-box yeah i, know, I, I do know listen i do probably at the minute listen to more d-day than i do jack-in-the-box mm, yeah but i just felt like hobie oh, had done such a good but still not as then there's face. And then
2: there'll be whatever JK
1: puts in. Fine. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right, Natasha,
1: hit us, with your, uh... right, hit us with your two.
0: What did it give face? I think you gave first three. Three and a half. Yeah, maybe it gave face 3.5 and then you gave D-Day three.
1: And then Indigo and Jack in the Box 2.5. 2. Yeah.
0: So my
2: scoring of this one... On initial listen, I think because it were only five songs, I didn't find it as jarring to be like, oh, I've got to listen. <laughs> it wasn't as much that, of a tour. It was to to like, like it.
1: Indigo was, just having to <laughs> troll through that. Yeah.
2: All <laughs> Jack in the, the Box features. was also short. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I knew
0: Hobby probably wasn't going to be my style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You knew this wasn't going to be your style. So that...
2: But I have coped with it, listened to it a few times. I think I'm going to get it, I'm going to do what Leanne did, my heart says 3, <laughs> my head says 2.5, <laughs> like really tough. I feel like I just can't, song wise, can't really like rate it any higher than a 2.5 just because like it's not at the same amount of time, so yeah I'm going to get 2.5 in my head, a 3 in my heart just for the quietness.
0: Mm. I think that's fair based on your previous rankings. I think it's the an abomination. I mean, it is, but <laughs> when we tried to justify D-Day, we learned that there is no reason to <laughs> there this. There is no reason in with Natasha. <laughs> no. Uh-uh.
1: You've already lured me in. Yeah. not You've not managed my expectations properly. You've set me up thinking that you're going to score it differently.
0: Yeah. And
1: you didn't. She did that with D-Day too. Yeah. She
0: was like, I like it, I like it, I like it. Two four five, five. Three.
1: Yeah. Three, not he point five. A, whole for a 28
0: day tour and across the world. world. Not, five. Not, <laughs> not in England. Not in England,
1: that's true, <laughs> well, that is yeah. it. He's lucky he even got point five then,
0: isn't he? Yeah, these
1: mm. really. V's lady's Soul on the line. Yeah. Nothing. I saw yep. you on his last
2: series tour. You did. You
0: did. You did. You did. Was you yeah. then? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even bother. Sure. Selfish bastard. <laughs> 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 what was he doing? Just working on his album. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: It's not even
0: that good. Yeah. He didn't even write it. What did he even have to work on? Just sat there, said some stuff, went to Spain, job done. Yeah, no,
1: whatever Natasha. Yeah, we accept you for who you are. Yeah, let's even hope... if you've got terrible judgment, You're
0: very very harsh in your mm. judgments. Mm. Let's hope you uh, come to enjoy it more with time.
1: Yeah, like you did with Indigo and Jack in the Box. Yeah, Indigo mainly. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: Still, still justice for in the books and yeah. this and that's all. We've got our cardboard albums now. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, the
1: cardboard albums, they're an absolute mess. Yeah. Tell like, us Christine. Cardboard
0: albums, they are a bit of a joke. I'm sorry, but why why are your albums cardboard? Mm. Are you in bed with the cardboard company? Except I don't for understand. Face. Yeah, except for face. Face is good. Which you can sit on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I made this rant before you see it, and then we were like, we have to get it on the podcast because Big Hit will listen, and then we'll <laughs> get some real albums out of them. Um, yeah, why are your albums cardboard boxes? Like, D-Day, Indigo, Jack in the Box, and Layover have been these cardboard boxes, and if, like, we were, we got them from Korea, and they were in suitcases and got squished. Not Layover so much, but definitely Jack in the Box... We've had the justice of the physical version. Physical we have not had justice in terms of the integrity of the physical version. <laughs> they have no
1: integrity. No, they do not. Face has integrity.
0: All the other BTS albums, I'd say, have integrity. You can sit on them just fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I accidentally sat on my Indigo album. And not it, fine. Yeah, it's in tatters. It is. It's not in tatters. It's just like... No, the CD snapped in half. No. Natasha no. gave Shea on fire. She's yeah.
1: like, 2.5. No, she didn't. You didn't break the album, but you've broken the box. The box now needs taping.
0: Yeah, it needs taping, but I don't want to tape it because I'm scared I'll rip off the side of the box. Anyway, it's not the best, and none of the other, none of these other younger, inferior, like <laughs> <let's laughs> serial hive artists have cardboard box albums. So mm. please. Do our boys some justice and come up with something better. The only justification would be for the environment. Yeah, but if that's so, then tell us. If it's for the environment, fine. I and offer me two versions: on an
1: environmental <laughs> version and like a like a soft copy and a hard copy. Of yeah, book. yeah, yeah. Offer me a hardback album and a soft copy. I'll buy them both. Yeah. We have to put these shattered boxes onto our shrine. Our uh, shrine, yeah. It, it just nice. makes us feel bad. It
0: does. Yeah, so. It just, it's not nice. Maybe so that's the strategy. That. They
2: know that you're going <laughs> to smash it to bits so you out buy another one. one. Yeah.
1: So they're not in bed with the cardboard box companies. They're in bed with money themselves. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, wow, wow, on to you? Yeah. <laughs> K-pop industry wants us to buy multiple albums. What? No. Never, Never heard that before. But anyway. Anyway. Should we go to your score of layover? Yeah. I was trying to think about what I scored face because I think I don't think it's better than face. <sighs>
1: That's oh, hard to hear, but maybe you are right. Because alternatively you didn't, to you, yeah. yeah, he didn't write it, and it doesn't have any big dance tracks. So no, but then I dance then, numbers. I
0: sort of think that's okay, but like I think what's impressive about Face now that we've had offerings from the rest of the vocal mm-hmm. line, maybe aside from Jin, I think Jin did have a writing credit on this. Sheldon, he did, he, yeah, he did. I think maybe we were a bit harsh on Face because personally, I was just disappointed that it was short. But now that we've seen that. Tay's album's also short, and also, like, he didn't write it, and he didn't do, like, a whole, like, self exploration. Like, he's all about it's a new side of myself. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Like, it's a new musical genre for you. It's, it's not so... really telling me anything about beyond, like, this is a genre and the vibe setting that you enjoy. And I think the the music videos help sort of Ooh. give it a bit of the essence of Kim Tae Young. But, but it's just beyond so beautiful. The, the songs, I didn't feel like. Like, I can't be like, oh, well, this is about that time that he felt sad about BTS because (laughs) he didn't write them. So I think that's the sort of drawback for me, I think, in retrospect. I'm quite impressed by Face. now.
1: Mm, I get that. I think we did judge fish really harshly on being shot. Yeah. But... We were sort of under the assumption that everyone would put out 10-track albums that they wrote themselves. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> because... I think
0: that that was a, a hard line to go in with, and they sort of suffered the consequences, whereas we're a little bit like, oh, well, you know, it's a nice album. Mm. But if we're going to try and score these under, like, a even criteria, mm. then I don't think I can really justify scoring this higher than this, yeah.
1: Which is why I couldn't score it a seven, even yeah. though that's what's in my heart, because
0: I love the sound of it. Yeah,
1: We have to take away the points for the...
0: And I think that means something to us, right? It doesn't necessarily need to mean something to everyone. Mm. Some people might be equally happy listening to something their artist hasn't written. Like, mm. loads of Western and loads of K-pop artists don't, don't write. write their songs. No. So. But that's one of the things that
1: differentiates BTS, and that's why we started the podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So- but
2: also, like, going on to new groups, like you're to branch out, sorry... Mm record to one yeah. multi-stands yeah um but like one thing that you would say if i'm like oh i really like this group you'd be like do they write their own music i'm like oh no but like the songs are still really good and you be like mm. well they've not written it's not come from them personal like
0: yeah we do pass judgment on yeah. bands that don't write their own stuff and i think more and more take with bands do write their mm-hmm. own stuff but yeah. i do i do frequently scroll down to the song credits part of the spotify information about the song and like check which members were involved and well, it's just had and like it that, been, it yeah he could have yeah so i think based on that i think i scored phase 5.5 5, so i think based on that oh actually did i score phase six i think i think i scored phase six actually so i'm gonna score this 5.5 5. if like, i scored phase 5.5 5, then i'd like to bump up to six mm.
1: but then you're scoring this at the same as oh are late too
0: yeah I think, though, that trying to compare it with Oriolet 2 is hard because, one, you have to see it based on the where they were at the time. They were much younger. They were still writing their own stuff. And I think the best song on Oriolet 2... Coffee. <laughs> it's
2: not coffee! <laughs> it's not coffee. I don't remember what
0: I picked as the best song, though. Was it? Oh, it was in mm-hmm. Tekken Bangtan. Tekken yeah. Yeah. Which is an absolute banger. Uh, yeah, uh, Tekken Bangtan, probably, at least uh, currently. Obviously, I know that song a lot better. At least currently, that has a like, higher position in my heart than oh. the best songs on this. Not for me. I probably would listen to it more often, but that, again, might just be my music preference. But I think the BTS albums have more like different genres. This album is very monotonous in terms of genre.
1: Not, maybe you... monotonous
0: is the wrong word, like homogenous, I mean.
1: But you like the album more than coffee?
0: Yes. Oh, know are you late too? Not coffee in general, <laughs> not drinking it. Yes, I would say this is more even than Oriolate 2. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if they had put out Oriolate 2 like yesterday as his first solo (laughs) album, that would have been really weird and maybe we wouldn't have scored it very high, but it would have been strange. But that's not sort of what we're dealing with. Mm. But yeah, I think Oriolate 2 maybe for me has higher heights. So maybe that's part of nostalgia and Mm. like appreciating how far they've come and all that sort of stuff plays into it. But I think Oriolate 2. Has lower lows, potentially higher heights, and there's something for everyone. Whereas this one, like I said, homogenous, easy listening, very V. very V. Didn't write it. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't write it. But he also didn't like sell out, quote unquote. Like he didn't pander to anyone. Not. Throw, not, not throwing any shade. Not. <laughs> I'm not. That, that wasn't the intention. It was just like. He did what felt like him. So mm. even the, I think if, even if he didn't write it, he gets a bit of credit for the intro himself, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And I think he, he hasn't specifically said this, but it sounded like from what he said about visualising the MVs, like he had maybe had a bit of creative control within those. Mm.
1: And he got to do whatever he wanted. Which yeah. Sounds... So, five to so yeah,
0: really I think 5-5, five, five, but then that's not bad. You know, it's just mm. that I've sort of cornered myself with these really high scores. Maybe if I'd scored too cool for school at like two point five, I could have. <laughs> We've got more room. Yeah, I could have had more room to maneuver, but I, I didn't. So okay, maybe when we rescore, you can score at five five in your head, but what is it in your heart? Yeah. So I really struggled with this because I think when I was watching all the content and when he was like, "Oh, you know, I really hope I really like it. I poured my heart and soul into it. It was so hard to make, like all that sort of stuff." I was like, "Yeah, great. Seven six point five. <laughs> Easy. Like you get all of my praise." my lovely boy you're just, so pretty you're so cute you're just like, drawn
1: in by the charm perfect
0: perfect specimen yeah. you can do no wrong I uh, yeah I think head score probably 6.5 hearts sc- no he- oh. heart score 6.5 head score 5.5 5. 5. 5 because I just think that we should give Jim and his due
1: yeah we should have integrity in our scoring
0: yeah he's the better but- looking one <laughs> That's not true. But no. Jimin's still very good looking. Jimin's very handsome. Very yes, handsome. Good as no one is. No that one is an impossible standard to reach. Natasha shown us a bit of a card yeah, of Jungkook, gym. but he, yeah. I, he would agree that
1: Taehyung is more handsome. He yeah. has
0: said that Tay is oh, the most he's beautiful a humble person kid. he's ever
1: seen.
2: <laughs> <it's a> <laughs>
0: he's been named the most handsome man in the
2: world a million times it's only a you're alone in this war random youtube video that says that no that isn't true
1: we've lost this war this war is conceded
2: a long time ago
1: you could go through the entire multiverse (laughs) and they would all come back and say that kim Kim
2: is is the most handsome man alive he
1: is (laughs) the handsomest
2: Anyway, so. we've sort
1: of descended into chaos and delirium,
0: so we should maybe wrap up. We should, we should. Thanks so much for... Oh, tell them
1: Dark and Wild to come in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, anyone
0: who's patiently waited for however many months for Dark and Wild, your wait should be not much longer um, because it's coming. It's finished, but I haven't edited it yet. So, yeah, um, enjoy this one and then Dark and Wild will be with you before you know it. And we <laughs> look forward to it. We're we have in a new a era. We're in a new era. We're okay, excited <laughs> about it. But yeah, we're, we're lukewarm. <laughs> so, you'll figure that out soon <laughs> what that is. And oh, give us five stars. Please give us five stars. Yeah. You can do it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I believe.
1: Also, if you're in the UK. Yeah. We're going to be hosting a BTS Christmas quiz, oh, yeah. so watch out for that. Find Space us on social if Yeah, yeah, we're going
0: to be doing that. Yeah, true story. Yeah, find us. That's in the in the works. And yeah, thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoyed this look back on layover. Let us know what your head score and your heart score is. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you agree with us or Natasha, or you obviously agree with Whether us. You agree with us. Yeah, <laughs> so. this is not a rap line, vocal line discussion.
1: This is one person is. Wrong and really the are. others are right.
0: Exactly. No. <laughs> um, that is about handsomeness level, not ratings <laughs> so let's be clear, because you can be can not a fan opinions. of this album, but you can't think that German is right. <laughs> <of the> <laughs> ah.
2: It's a hard line, hard no. line.
0: Yeah. All right. I think all that's left to be said is I've been Christine. I've been
2: Leon. I've been Natasha. We have been Generation
0: BTS.
2: I <laughs> can